0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com.
1: I hope that you will welcome a special guest. Uh, Their name is Shayla Lawson, and the book is How to Live Free in a Dangerous World. It's a decolonial memoir that came out earlier this month. They will be at the Philadelphia Free Library on Vine Street, along with Harriet Bookshop co- uh, actually not co-owner, she's the owner, Janine Cook, on Thursday, February 8th at 7.30 p.m. Shayla, welcome to Reality Check. Hi, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Shayla, I wanted to ask you, and I, you're going to have to forgive me if I confuse the pronouns, only because what what I realize is that when you are so used to using certain um, pronouns, that it's not that you necessarily get stuck on the they part, you get stuck on the reference part when you want to say she or you want to say that's where we get it twisted. So I hope that uh, young people understand that it's not intentional. It's just that when you're so used to thinking certain way. But I want to ask because your uh, memoir is about traveling around the world. That's part of it. And some of the experiences that you had, were, did you have any trepidation about that uh, in terms of being non-gender binary? Well,
0: this is a great opportunity to, to, you know, to have a conversation about what that means for me. One of the the reasons why um making a pronoun shift was so important to me and doing that as an, as an older age. I've definitely gone through all of the rigmarole and the hesitations of trying to figure out how to to accept the way that young people are looking at these gender differences that we didn't necessarily have generationally as a conversation. But one of the things that both day and traveling opened my, my mind up to is the ways that um, being African-American, we have been... Um, removed from the context of the cultures that we come out of. And so for me, the use of, um, non-binary pronouns is very similar to the way that Malcolm X took on the X in his name and that transition between Malcolm Little and, um, you know, eventually becoming Al Shabazz. It's about this conversation with the unknown. And the fact that being a West African root means that a lot of the languages that our families would have come out of would have worked from a situation in which uh, they then would have been normal. So even today, if you talk to people who are Yoruba, or if you talk to people who are from Rwanda, if you talk to people who are from the Philippines, um, all of which are, are places that I've gotten to uh, grow closer to pe- people and cultures that... I've either visited or have very close friends in. They'll say that that's something that they have to adjust to in moving to America, is the idea of saying she and her and he and they, because um, we take it for granted that these are the things that we are just historically inheriting and that they are writ large, the way the whole world works. And I think it's really important to think about what it means to be a brown person and say that we live in these liminal spaces where a lot of our indigenous roots, we know nothing about. And I wanted to try as um, a challenge for myself to to start taking that on. And I love that it makes me think a lot more on the daily basis about where I come from, you know, all the feet that stepped Forward, in order for me to get to exactly where I am now, and how it's not necessarily a new idea. It's really a reclamation of an idea that um, helps to honor the cultures that I've come out of as a product of my travels.
1: You know, your journey, um, and you've journeyed all around the world, but... Your journey actually started out with one of my favorite people that everybody knows and you started that out in Minneapolis with Prince. Tell us how, because that story the purple one. That story starts your book, in fact. Yeah, I feel like
0: Prince is the beginning of all journeys. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, girl. Me too. You know? Yes, it is a, hey i feel, see. i feel like girl is inc- incredibly gender neutral in the ways that we see, use it in black it, culture. Did, did like, you did black you see me just did you see me i yeah, like, no, like i do it all the time you know i am i am a loving dog lover. like, I, like because it's like It's just, it's who we are as a, like, culturally, I want more Black people thinking about the ways that we are outside of the binary, because the binary was created to exclude us. Mm. And that's the only thing that I'm interested in saying when it comes to the idea of, of gender pronouns, is we have this first. We have this idea on lock that we shouldn't be dividing people according to... What, you know, a particular body part or a particular way of looking at them, that's always been culturally the way that we work. We always, you know, Prince, and that's why Prince is one of those characters that I love. When I think about Prince and Little Richard and Grace Jones and all of these people that we've had that are pioneers in the idea of what it means to be a rock star. And then I think about, when I think about rock star, I think about the idea of like being made out of stardust, you know, and I think about just being ephemeral and completely changing time and those are the things that I got out of Prince being the first concert that I went to while I was still in the womb you know (laughs) and the idea that it happened when my family was living in Minnesota I was born in Minnesota huge snowstorm outside and you know they're dressed to the nines and their wingtips and you know the button-down shirts from the 80s with the big gold chain underneath like as as fashionable as you can be as, as Buffy's uh, coming up in the eighties. And it, uh, you know, it, it's been a lesson that's never left me that the road is always going to be hard wherever we're trying to get to. Um, there's going to be obstacles. There's probably going to be all of this, you know, this white snow in your face trying to keep you from getting where you're supposed to be. But that does never stops us from getting there and being funky and well dressed. And that's what I love about, um, thinking about Prince in whatever phase of life that I'm going through, he is always a beginning. And I love artists that are like that.
1: I love that as well. Tell us briefly what uh, we can expect from the book. And you're going to be at the Free Library on Thursday, February 8th at 7.30. So people can come and check it out there and meet you and and participate in the conversation. So tell us what the book is about. Revolution, liberation, love,
0: the joy of, finding yourself. Um, It's about being told that you're supposed to stay put because you're one thing, you know, or you're a combination of things that people don't want to deal with. And saying, you know what, I'm not going to stay in one place, I'm going to travel the world, whether that means that I've got to wheel myself around, or if I've got a scoot on my bum, (laughs) or, you know, if I have to... Um, change the ways that people um, approach me as a feminine creature you know, like, in order to, to be protected in this world. I'm going to do the things that I can with this life to make sure that I get to see the most out of it. And it's also just about like the conversations and the cups of tea and the handshakes and the loves that we get to experience now that uh, the world isn't closed, because uh, this is definitely a book that I wrote thinking about the danger of what it was like to live during COVID and how we all had to start thinking about our time differently and thinking about our bodies differently. And this is really a celebration of the things that we've learned out of all the things that we've triumphed over in the last four years.
1: Well, Shayla Lawson, you will be at the Philadelphia Free Library on Vine Street with Harriet's Bookshop owner, Janine Cook, on Thursday, February 8th. That starts at 730, where we can continue the conversation. But unfortunately, our time is up right now on Reality Check. But I'm so happy that uh, you came by to talk to us and looking forward to uh, hearing more about what you do next. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to coming to Philadelphia.